0: as I was contemplating excess and abundance. And what I realized, which was mind blowing for me because I never thought about it like this before, but abundance is much different than excess, right? When we live in excess, it is secret scarcity. Abundance is always having enough. There's a trust factor that everything will always be okay and that there is plenty. But when we live in excess, we never feel like there's enough. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that the more that you think that you need, the less that you feel secure? Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence and for being here today. It means the world to me that you decided to tune in and join me on today's episode. Before we dive in too deep, I would like to invite you guys to go over to my website, www.codyandsmith.com and scroll to the bottom where you have an opportunity to join the email list. There you'll find free content and updates on everything that's coming out, including new podcast episodes and that kind of thing. So as of today, and while I'm recording this episode, the world seems to be in a major crisis, but there's also miracles happening as well. And what I want to talk about today is how we can shift our perception from focusing on what's not working and from lack into focusing on the beauty and all the gifts that we already have, because it's so easy for us to look at what we don't have. We've been programmed this way. We've been programmed with competition, with looking at what we don't have so that we continue to search for more. And that's not bad in itself necessarily, but it has become off balance. And so that continual outward searching for more has led to this disconnect that we feel from our truth and from who we truly are and from our own perception of what we already have. So we're talking about abundance here and we're talking about lack. And I'm going to give you a couple examples how it can show up and in very secret ways too, right? Because these are subconscious things that we're working with. A lot of the time, we're not even aware of how much lack that we're actually living in until our world gets shaken up. And then we get to reflect and look and see how much we've been living in excess or how much we've been actually truly living within our means. And right now, it's a perfect opportunity and a perfect time to really look at that. And that's what I've been doing. So I wanted to share a little bit about that with you today. I think it's safe to say that anybody in this world can really relate with this because how many of us have gone to the store to realize that there's like nothing there, right? And they're, well, now they're starting to stock up a little bit more. But at first, when all this stuff started happening, the stores were completely bare and empty. And how many of us can be completely honest with ourselves that we felt a little bit of unease around not seeing full shelves, not being able to just walk into the store and grab whatever kind of toilet paper that you wanted because so much of it has been picked through and it was just not the norm, right? But what I realized in my own personal experience of living with not being able to just go get stuff like that from the store and know that it'll be on the shelf is How much excess that I was truly living in, and how much excess my household was living in, because before that, I didn't really give it as much thought. And it's really interesting to think about how much more conservative we become when we don't have an over excess or an overabundance of resources. What's interesting though is that it really had me begin to start contemplating what excess really is and what it means to truly live in abundance versus lack mentality and scarcity. The biggest epiphany was that living in scarcity is a choice. And before you shut this off thinking it's not a choice to live in poverty in a third world country, I I completely understand where you're coming from, but bear with me here and come at this with an open mind. When I say that scarcity is a choice, what I mean is the perception that we have of what we either have or we don't have determines if we feel abundant or if we feel like we're living in lack. So when I go to the store, for example, I'm really extra conscious now of how I am viewing the missing stuff off the shelves. Am I going to look at that as if we're in lack and that we don't have enough? Or am I going to look at everything else that we do have? Because it's my choice on how I want to perceive the world, how I want to perceive what's in front of me. And that is always a choice. So when I'm talking about scarcity, I'm talking about our perception and our choice to being able to perceive abundance or lack. And I'm very well aware that, yeah, the stores may not have a ton of toilet paper on the shelf, okay? But we also have communities that have toilet paper and they're sharing, just like food. If we were to run out of food, we have an abundance of food. It's just Where are these resources and how can we circulate them? It's not that they're not here. It's not that at all. It's a matter of a circulation and being able to perceive abundance versus lack. So I strongly believe that this little moment in time, this sacred pause that we all are experiencing right now, which by the way, has made me feel so much more connected to humanity than I ever have before, because I know that we're all in this together, that these times are really here to help us tap into the abundance that we already have. People are opening up their hearts and their resources to people that they normally wouldn't. And I know that sounds really bad because it seems like a joke's on us, right? Like, why is it now just being a thing where we help each other? But this also comes back to the perception of scarcity versus abundance. And most people have been living in overabundance for so long that they never really stop to pause to think that maybe somebody else could actually benefit from this stuff. Because we always see the world from our own points of view. with Unless we consciously take an objective look at what's happening, we're living from our own perceptions. And so if somebody is living lavishly then they're not usually and not always but not usually thinking that somebody else isn't because we can only see the world from our view unless it's a conscious thing like I said where we pull back and try to see through a different perception and a lot of that comes from an objective view and it's not that these people are bad it's not that if somebody has a lot and they don't notice that somebody doesn't that they're a bad person it's just because it's in our nature to only, live from our point of view. It's natural for us, but we can train ourselves out of that. And that's what I highly encourage us to do because the more that we give, the more that we get. That's the laws of the universe. And that also creates a sustainable life for not only us, but for everybody, which when everybody wins, we win too. Now, what would be the second biggest reason why people are coming together right now? Let me ask you this, have you ever been through a tragedy in life and then after that tragedy, maybe it's loss of a loved one, a mother, a father, a child, that after that happened, you felt such a deep compassion for other people who have went through the same thing? Has that ever happened to you before? Well, this is what's happening at a global level. Many of us, all of us are going through this global, quote unquote, crisis right now together. And each person is seeing it from their own view. And we can have more compassion for each other since so many of us are going through a similar situation. That is what brings people together. It brings and builds connections. You feel closer to the people that are going through the same suffering and the same crisis as you are because you understand. And that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing people come together like never before. Not because, again, that they are selfish or bad before, but because it just wasn't on the radar. But how does this have to do with abundance? Because it gives us a new way of working together. It gives us a new perception of how we can circulate what we have, our resources, our energy, and our time into helping each other. And by doing that, it creates an abundance mindset, not just a mindset either. I don't want to downplay this. It creates real abundance in the world because abundance isn't measured by the material things that we have. Abundance is measured by the level of our generosity. Because every time that we give and help another person, it feeds the system to help itself. It's a self-sustainable system. The more abundance that you feel, the more that you are going to have overflow to giving to other people. And that is what creates true prosperity and abundance at a collective level. Right now, we are being offered one of the biggest gifts that we can in regards to our level of abundance mentality. And that is to question the essentials in life. I know for me, I really got to question how much I thought I needed to hold on to, to survive. And it ended up being a lot less than what I thought. I was so used to being able to just go to the store whenever I wanted to. And most of the time when I would go, I'd pick up things that I didn't even really need. So in essence, it brought me back to the basics. It allowed me to see what was absolutely essential in life and how much I needed of these essentials. To be honest, it reminded me of when I was young, when I first moved out on my own, where I had to be really conscious of how much money I had and where it was going. And back then, I realized that I felt so abundant And then I realized also that that abundance didn't come from having more money, right? Because I have a lot more money now than I had 15 years ago when I first moved out on my own, right? But it was about my perception of what I had. That's not to say that I don't see what I have right now. I do. But this little global pause has helped me to see how much I have gone away from that. And I didn't even realize it because you don't realize it until grace shows you. So this ultimately solidifies that scarcity is a choice. I can choose to feel scarce even when I have more money or I can choose to feel abundant by paying attention to everything that I already have. Soon, I want to get into some ways that you can shift into an abundance mindset and give you a little technique and some practical examples of how you can do this for you. But before I do do that, I want to share one more epiphany with you that I had as I was contemplating excess and abundance. And what I realized, which was mind-blowing for me because I never thought about it like this before, but abundance is much different than excess, right? When we live in excess. It is secret scarcity. Abundance is always having enough. There's a trust factor that everything will always be okay and that there is plenty. But when we live in excess, we never feel like there's enough. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that the more that you think that you need, the less that you feel secure? I thought that was incredibly liberating. And such a really interesting way to look at the difference between abundance and lack is to think about how often you have associated people that have a lot of stuff with being really abundant. Because that right there is how our mind can play tricks on us thinking that the more that we have, that signifies how abundant we really are. And that's not true. Because a lot of people who have a lot of material things, they feel so empty inside. And I'm no exception. I've had times where I have overconsumed and had so much stuff, but still felt totally empty inside. It's not the answer. And excess does not equal abundance. Having a lot of something does not mean that you are living in abundance. That was huge. That was a huge breakthrough for me. And I hope that it is for you too. So contemplate that and see the truth in that. Let that come alive inside of you because it's, there's a real deep truth to it. And it has the power to really transform the way that you view the abundance in your own life. Abundance is a feeling. It's a sensation that you have inside of yourself. It's a full feeling, right? So people, when they say they wanna f- be fulfilled, what they're saying is, they don't want to feel hungry for more. They don't want to keep, keep consuming, but they want to feel whole and they want to feel full. And this is really important because this is an actual feeling inside of us before it ever manifests outside of us. The laws of consciousness say as above, so below, as within, so without. So if we are truly wanting to feel abundant, we're never going to get it by consuming, overconsumption. We have to create that frequency inside of us through our own means and perception of our world and of our identity, who we think we are. But in order to shift our frequency, we have to get our bodies on board, right? Our bodies have got to feel safe. Otherwise, we'll stay constricted. We'll stay in fear. We'll stay in lack. And we will not experience the fulfillment and abundance that's available to us right now. So the first step is to get yourself in a very relaxed place. For me, this morning even, it took me 17 minutes before I finally felt the release inside of my body from all the tension and constriction. So it's going to take some time and it's going to take some practice because, look, I've been doing this work now for three and a half years. It takes time, but it can also be instantaneous. I don't want to detour you because Anything can happen at any time, but just be patient with yourself, but get yourself into a relaxed state, relax your body all the way. And the best way that I have found to do this is by clearing my mind by pausing. A pause allows all the dust to settle in the mind, and then you can see clearly. And when you can see clearly, your emotions become clear. And when your emotions become clear, then you can merge with that feeling of pure clarity. And from that space is the space where you want to invoke certain feelings, feelings of abundance. So work on getting yourself really relaxed and comfortable. Some ways to do this is through guided meditations, especially if you're new to this, or meditating yourself, or just simply sitting in complete silence And allowing your thoughts to dissolve. Every time a thought comes up, you let it go consciously. And you do this over and over again until your body naturally releases into relaxation. If you need a guided meditation to help you relieve some of that stress, I have one recorded that you can get down in the description of this podcast. I will link it below. But after you get into that place and that clarity that you feel, that connection, then it's time to invoke gratitude and abundance for everything that you already have. This is extremely powerful. So tell yourself from that space of relaxation that I am already rich and abundant. And I'm going to show myself exactly why that is. And the first thing that you do is you start to find all the reasons why you're already abundant. For me, It was that I have a shelter. I have a home that I live in, and I am so abundant because I have this home that I live in with plenty of space for me and my kids. I have running water. I have electricity. I have a cell phone and access to the internet. How abundant is that? I have water. I have trash services. I have air to breathe. I have eyesight. I have plenty of food. I have plenty of money. And I know the money thing can be really tricky for some because you might be thinking, I don't have enough money though. And I don't want to lie to myself. Right? But right in this moment, this is a little trick that you can give yourself is in this moment, do I have enough? and Do I have enough for the next moment? And if I do, then I am already rich. And tweak your mind to be able to conform around this new belief. This is like breaking old habits and then restructuring new habits or a new identity. So it's painful and it might not click at first. But if that's the case and you run up against something that's really resistant, like if you really don't feel like you have enough money, then choose something else to focus on that you can truly believe. Like the other things that I mentioned earlier. Shelter, running water, electricity, internet, air, all of that stuff. Focus on what you know you have, okay? The more that you focus on what it is that you have, the more that you send those higher frequencies inside of your DNA and the more that it becomes an embodied truth for you. The more you will experience this. So tap into your abundance. Allow yourself to get to that calm space that, that you have access to right now. It just might take a little effort to get there if you haven't already been on the path of releasing the constriction and that kind of thing. And another hack that you can use in order to get into the system and rewire things is through your breathing. Breathing is abundance. There's always enough air and breath, and when there is, then you are truly prospering. So find every way that you are already abundant and that you are prosperous. Look out at the communities and see how people are sharing with each other. Offer to help somebody else. Offer your energy, advice, to make dinner, to go to the store for someone. That is abundance too. So, I hope this episode was helpful for you, and I hope that you got a lot of insights from it. And if you did, I would really appreciate if you would share this with somebody else who could benefit from this. Not only will it help them, but it will also help to get this information out to people who really need to hear it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And if you need some extra help on your abundance mindset or being able to tap into what's already available to you, then let me know because I have mentorship programs that might be a good fit for you. If it is, we'll figure that out together. Have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll talk to you on the next one.